Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Hold Up, Let Me Explain. It's me, your girl, Nicole, here with a brand new episode. And on today's episode, I'm going to be telling you about my time in the Hamptons. Oh my God, who do I think I am? Listen, when I decided to do this, or better yet, when my sister suggested and I jumped on the opportunity, immediately, you know that song from White Chicks? Making my way downtown. Yeah, you know that song? Okay, yeah. That song was on replay on my mind for the entire time before the trip. Did we play it going down Main Street on East Hampton? No, we did not. We played a lot of R&B, a lot of Britney Spears, a lot of Fifth Harmony, a lot of NSYNC, a lot of Backstreet Boys, and a whole lot of Maya. My love is like, whoa, okay, we need to stop. This is not a karaoke sesh. This is a podcast episode, and I am here to give you all the details on all the expensive ass shit that I bought (laughs) and all of the real things I kind of noticed too while being on this trip. But like all of my stories, I'm going to start from the beginning. So about a few weeks ago, I wanted to plan a mommy-daughter trip between me and my sister and my mom. And believe it or not, my sister and my mom, we, the three of us, have never truly had a vacation together. Growing up, did we do things with the family? Sure, you know, depending on um, who was in our lives at that time of our lives. Um, but we never really had a trip, just the three of us. So I was like, look, work has been really good to me. I have free time between Sundays to Wednesdays. Why don't we do like a little mini getaway for a few days? Um and just do something, just the three of us, just like a little retreat so we can bond and connect and just, you know, build memories. And the initial plan or the original plan was to do the Biltmore Estate, which is in North Carolina. It's um, America. It's considered America's castle. It's not a castle. It's an estate, uh, but it's beautiful. It has a winery, a little village with restaurants and shops. It's just a pretty place to go. And Unfortunately, it didn't work out that way, and the plan kind of just deflated. It just didn't seem like it was, nothing was going to come of it. And about two weeks ago, my sister was like, look, I know that we really wanted to do this trip, but why don't you just come to New York since you already have the time off, and, you know, I'm up here, and, you know, why not? And, you know, I was honest with my sister. I was like, look, I'm always down to go to New York, but the purpose of having this little getaway, even if it's just the two of us, was to do something that we've never done before. And, you know, I've done New York so many times. Like, I don't want to have to, you know, like, you know, I wanted to do something different. Like, if I'm going to come to New York, I'd rather just plan it ahead of time where I can go for much longer. Because, you know, just to be at the house with you girls, like, you know, my my sister and my niece, uh, three days is not enough. Three days would never be enough. But, you know, in the circumstance, I was like, eh, I don't know. And my sister was like, well, then why don't we just go to the Hamptons? I'm like, wait, the Hamptons? And it's just so crazy to me because if you really look through, you know, all the places that I've traveled to, it's kind of a place that for a moment I was like, why haven't I even thought of this? Like, I've always wanted to see the Hamptons. It's always been such like a bougie place in this, like not in the city, but in New York that people would go to. And listen, I'm from New York. 
And I didn't live in the hood. You know, I mean, there were areas in the hood that I did spend a lot of my childhood in that I do feel very connected to because it's places I also have memories in. But my mom worked really hard to always have me and my sister live in decent areas in the Bronx, which is typically where I'm from. And so even still living in those areas, although weren't technically bad areas, places like the Upper East Side, certain areas in Brooklyn, even the Hamptons felt very out of reach. You know, it just kind of felt like that's a whole different society that I would never be a part of. And, you know, you have to understand living in New York in certain areas being, you know, brought up in certain times, you know, think about, think of this, this is like what, in the 90s, early 2000s, you know, like the mindset wasn't as open as it is now. And so I never thought like, and it's crazy because now as an adult, given all the places that I've traveled to, it still like was an area that I never considered going to. So when my sister brought it up, I was like, you know something, my money is good anywhere I go. I work very hard. You know, I mean, I may not be able to afford to go for a week, but you damn well know I can afford at least a day. You know, I could, my money is good to eat at any of those restaurants or shop at any of those stores. So, you know, why not? So when my sister mentioned it, it just felt so exciting. It just, it felt so exciting. And we were excited. It was all we could talk about for days before me leaving out. And what's funny is like, you know, my boyfriend is very protective of me. And when I told him, you know, that I impulsively bought a ticket to New York and that I was going to go for a few days, he kind of gave me this look like, you know, I'll, I'll never be against you going you know, to see your family. But, you know, New York is really bad right now. There's a lot of things happening in New York. And I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of bad things happening in Orlando, too. So it doesn't really matter, does it? And so he was really concerned on where I was going to be staying at. And so I told him, I was like, listen, I'm going to be staying in the Hamptons. No, I lie. I didn't say that. I said that I was going to be staying with my sister, obviously, but that we were going to go to the Hamptons for like a day. That was going to be the original plan, that we were going to go to the Hamptons for just a day, like a day trip. Because from the Bronx, it's about like two hours um, with car. And my sister has a car. And so my boyfriend was like, a day? Well, why don't you just stay like a, like a night? Like, why don't you just stay overnight there? Like trying to get me to stay in a much safer area, like much longer, you know, just to avoid me having to be in the city. <laughs> and I was like, well, I can't afford to stay overnight, especially since I'm buying these tickets such at the last minute. Because the airline I booked it through was through Frontier. And if you know anything about Frontier, it's supposed to be like the frugal option. Um, but even still, the ticket was almost $400 round trip. So I was like, okay, like this is really putting a dent in my pocket for, you know, just going for such a short amount of days. Not even, I'm not even factoring my spending money either. So the idea of spending overnight out there just felt really expensive or not felt, it just was like, the hotels were like $600 a night and they weren't even nice hotels. And the Airbnbs, it's like, it was either a whole house to rent out, which would have been like three bedrooms, but it was like $1,000 a night, not including the service and cleaning fees and taxes. Then like, if you wanted to, let's say, rent a private room that seemed a little bit more affordable, there were still over $200 a night. And they were in houses that were a little further away from the main areas in the Hamptons that would have like all the restaurants and shops. So it's like, is it even worth it? 
and then there was one that was like 180 but it was a loft so it was a shared bathroom you don't technically have a door because it's a loft inside of the house that has a bed in it so it's like okay I don't want this either like so I, I explained it to him I was like listen like even if we wanted to like I'm just not okay with spending over you know two hundred dollars in an on a room that's further away from where we're going or where we want to hang out and all the places that are closer to where we want to be are just extremely expensive like it's way too much money like a thousand dollars a night are you crazy like no like I'm not doing that even if I had the money I don't think I would do that I mean unless I was you know sharing the room with a bunch of people but even still like get out of here so then he goes and says okay well then I'll pay for it Mm, what <laughs> what he's like yeah I'll pay for it like I'll pay for the room or I'll pay for whatever you guys want just to keep you girls safe oh so sweet okay well I'm glad you said that because actually there was this little beach cottage that I was looking at a Southampton that's $300 a night maybe you want to pay for this one <laughs> so he did shout out to you babe and it was set we had booked our little beach bungalow it was $300 a night super expensive but I wasn't paying for it, uh, but super grateful though, super grateful. So was my sister because, you know, finally we were able to spend our time out there properly, not feeling all rushed. So we did our research and I had created our little itinerary and we were off to the races. So I landed in New York Sunday night. Come Monday morning, me and my sister wake up, we grab our coffees at Starbucks and we are on our way to the Hamptons. Traffic was a fucking nightmare. But we finally made it, and our first stop was to the Rosé Winery, which is Croteau Vineyards. And it was just so aesthetically beautiful. There were flowers everywhere. They had, like, this little short bus. Well, not a short bus, but it seemed like a little van with an open um, part of it that had all their rosés in line. It was just cute. I took tons of pictures. They had, like, this little outside section where they had like little picnic tables if you wanted to sit out there under the shade. Me and my sister opted to sit under this beautiful tree with flowers hanging down. It like umbrellaed over these cute little like antique chairs and tables. Service was okay, not gonna lie, but it seemed like there was only one server taking care of the whole section. And given that I'm in the industry, like I wasn't gonna use it against her, obviously. But it was cute. We had two um, wine flights. My sister, well, we shared. So it was like a sparkling wine flight. And then I had a regular wine flight or rose flight. And um, it brought six different roses. The portions weren't all that big for $25 each, but it was cool. Like, like, it was just so beautiful, the, the presentation. We had like these little lobster rolls with their kettle potato chips. And then we had um, like this baguette with this herb cheese spread. It was really nice. All of it was super nice. And the weather was perfect. There was a lot of, um, you know, people. I don't know how to describe it. I don't want to say that it was like a lot of rich people because, listen, anybody could look at me and see my Gucci bag, and see my shoes, and see the places I go to, and the way, and think that I'm also a little rich girl. I'm not. I'm not. Or maybe you look at me, and you don't think that at all, which is fine too. I'm not trying to sit here and, you know, say that I come off a certain way. I mean, I could, um, but you can tell, you can totally feel the difference in the clientele that we were amongst, but at the same time, it felt kind of powerful, to be like, you know what, like, I may not own these houses that are out here, and I may not be able to afford 
the things they have as quickly as they can. But the fact that I'm that I'm sitting here ordering from this menu, drinking this wine, taking pictures, spending time with my sister and just feeling great is such a nice feeling. And it truly made me feel blessed to know that even if I could only have a little taste of it, I'm grateful that I'm experiencing this. And for some people, they could think it's not that big of a deal, Nicole, like you're just at a spot, like who fucking cares? And you're right. Who fucking cares? I'm sure they don't care. I don't care. But I felt very grateful and it just felt really nice. And I think that's what made the trip immediately so exciting because of this new experience that I was, you know, having with my sister. She sat down. We looked so beautiful. My sister had this beautiful purple floral dress. I had this cute little yellow dress with my white sneakers and these like hot pink sunglasses. Like I just felt cute. And in total, we spent about like $90, but I tipped 20 bucks. And so, I mean, for what we had, like two wine flights and like two things to share from, you know, like what, a hundred bucks, like $110 if you think about, if you do like the math. Um, so it wasn't like, yes, it's expensive, but it was because of the way that we ordered because I didn't want to hold back. I, I truly wanted the wine flight and I wanted to have a taste of everything. If I were to go back, I probably wouldn't get the wine flight. I'd probably just get like a bottle and then share it, which is what I saw a lot of people doing. Um, but yeah, super pretty place. After that, we drove over to our Airbnb. And, you know, because we went straight to the winery, the way that the Hamptons, I guess, is shaped, like that part of New York, it's strange. Think of it as like a claw. I don't know if this is going to be a great explanation or description but imagine like a claw how you have like one side and then it scoops to the other side well that's how literally the Hamptons look like if you look at the map and so on the left side so what would be the claw on the left is North Fork which is where all the wineries are so where we were like where our Airbnb was which was Southampton was like on the other side of that scoop so driving to our Airbnb from the winery was about an hour drive. So in my mind, I was assuming that the Hamptons was like just a open view of mansions and the water and the beautiful trees and the neighborhoods. And literally that was my perception of it. Doing the drive from North Fork all the way to Southampton, it was nothing but trees. Very like, not, I wouldn't say isolated, but very private. Um, a lot of the roads seemed to be like either one way or two way roads. And it wasn't what I was expecting. And so I kind of started to think, oh, my God, is the Hamptons like such a private place that like it's only fun if you are like living in these big ass houses on the other side? Most likely, probably, you know, just to keep it more private and exclusive, which is totally fine. But it wasn't what I was expecting driving through this area. We get to Southampton, we check into our little Airbnb. Um, the bungalow was cute. It, again, wasn't really what I expected because I think I was thinking the neighborhood to be much different than what we were going into. It wasn't ghetto or anything. Um, but yeah, there was just like so many trees. I felt like we were in the woods. At least that's how Southampton felt. And it's funny because I have a friend that is actually from Montauk, which is like at the tip of New York, which is pretty much in the whole Hampton area. Um, Montauk is where like the lighthouse is. It's also like a 
really nice area of the Hamptons. And she told me straight up, like, Southampton sucks. And she told me that a lot of celebrities live out there because there's nothing to do. And it's funny because while I was in Southampton, my boyfriend ended up hitting me up and forwarded me this thing he saw on Instagram, Jay-Z being spotted in Southampton. And I'm like, bro, if I run into this man, I'm a fucking pass out. Did I? No, I did not. But it does make sense. So um, we kind of like checked into our little Airbnb. We changed outfits, washed our faces, got ready for the next location. And we were recommended to go to this place called Roomba, which is a Caribbean inspired restaurant that was like right on the bay. And it was cute. Like you didn't see much from it, to be fair. Like you did see a few boats not yachts, just regular ass boats. And the water was really peaceful. The waves were really soft. So it was just like a really nice environment. We had to valet. It was about an hour wait, but it was nice because they had like a small section of the bar that was open to grab drinks and then kind of just wait out on the dock before you were called for your table. And so that's what me and my sister did. And oh, child, we both had coconut martinis. Let me tell you something. I I like martinis. Martinis are okay. I typically go for margaritas, tequila-based drinks, or just wine, if I'm being completely honest. So when I saw, like, the coconut martini, like, I drink rum, don't get me wrong, but it's not my go-to liquor, only because the first liquor I ever got drunk on was Bacardi Cherry. Guys, I was 18 years old. Obviously, no right adult in their mind would get drunk off of a flavored rum. But guys, I was 18. It was what was available. And because of that, I had the worst hangover of my life. I mean, we all have that story, right? Mine is just with cherry Bacardi. So I don't do cherry flavored drinks at all. But it's very hard for me to choose rum as my first choice of liquor. So seeing this coconut martini, I was like, rum? Hmm, should I do it? But my sister was excited about it. She was like, I don't know. That looks really good. And I was like, okay, fine. Let's get two. Honey, that martini was life. I am still thinking of that martini. I'm about to go on Pinterest and find myself a coconut martini recipe. Make it, drink it, like bathe in it. I don't know what to do, but girl, child baby sweetie honey it was amazing so coconut martinis by the water we get sat eventually service was amazing the girl was so cute so polite so nice genuine too I could tell and my sister ordered the jerk chicken with coconut risotto like do you even hear that jerk chicken with coconut risotto like, oh my God. And so my sister ordered that. And then the special was a sauteed cod with a green curry risotto. Listen, I am obsessed with curry. If it's not truffle, which I love, like anything with truffle, I'm ordering it. I make this joke all the time that if I go to a restaurant and the menu has cat shit drizzled in truffle oil, yeah, you bet your ass I'm going to order it. Like, that is how much I love it. Same thing with curry. I love curry. Red curry, green curry, yellow curry. Like, Indian curry, Thai curry, Japanese curry. Like, I go either way. Either way. And so, when I, when I was listening to the dish, I'm like, ooh, green curry. Like, given that it's a Caribbean restaurant, I'm like, oh, so like West Indies curry, right? And she's like, yes, exactly that. Well, I hope we were both right. <laughs> but oh my God, when I tell you it was so delicious, like it had like a nice kick to it. The fish was so flaky and so meaty and like juicy. Like 
oh my god sweetie it was great it was perfect it was delicious like me and my sister could not get over how good the food was we had like another round of drinks went back to the airbnb drank some wine watched dateline and she passed out hard <laughs> uh but it was okay uh, then finally the next day, which would have been our last, cause obviously, you know, I was only there for two days. I, um, we got up early and we wanted to go to the beach. Our Airbnb host had recommended a public beach that was about an hour away from where we were, but it was kind of going further down from the Hamptons. Um, which is not the direction we were headed towards. Cause I wanted to go to East Hampton cause I wanted to see all of the shops and the stores, maybe get myself like a little souvenir, um, have some lunch somewhere. So we weren't trying to go that far out for the beach, but my sister had found one nearby. So, and she really liked the way that it looked and it sucked because the day, I don't know if it was because it was super early, but it felt really overcasted. Like it was kind of foggy and like not as sunny yet. Cause we woke up so early. Um, but we find it and it's so crazy because like what like now driving towards the water you start to see more of like the bigger houses and you start to see like I don't know like the housekeepers walking the dogs people jogging people riding their bikes you started seeing people like in certain uniforms and you're just like oh my god do they work for these people most likely because these houses were huge granted a lot of them were fenced in. A lot of them had like really tall bushes. So you couldn't really see through them. Not that me and my sister were really trying. We were just driving through it. Um, but yeah, like the closer to the water you got, it was when you started to really see the houses. And so we finally arrived to like this public be like beach parking space. And it's crazy because like you only see like three cars and you're like, oh, wow, well, parking is not going to be an issue, clearly. And when we go up to the like security post, we see $50 and we're like, $50? And we asked the girl, we're like, hi, um, we're just visiting. We wanted to just go to the beach. And she goes, oh, okay, well, if you don't have, like, if you're not um, a resident, or, like you don't have like a parking decal that offers free parking, it's $50. I'm sorry, what? $50 to park the car here and to go onto the beach? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, the way she said it was like so normal, like, yeah, it's 50 bucks. And, you know, like, yeah, not a big deal. Like, what the fuck? $50 to park my car here just to go to this beach where they're not even providing like $50. That better let me take a shower in one of these damn houses that are on the beach. Like, bro, I'm not paying $50 for this. And even for a slight moment, I even considered paying it just because I, in my mind, I was thinking, well, we get to the, listen, listen guys I am a nosy nosy person not nosy like I can't mind my own business nosy because I can mind my own business but nosy enough to be like hmm I mean 50 bucks but I could walk on the beach and look at these people's backyards I mean I don't mind it do you mind it I don't mind it we can make a u-turn get some wine put it in some koozies and just drink and like you know look at these houses on this beachfront you know but my sister was like, listen, at the end of the day, $50 is way too much money. That could be our tab at the bar. That could be lunch. That could be something way different. Like, no. And she was right. And even still, we were like, fuck, should we pay it? Should we pay it? But then I was like, you know what? No, 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 no. You're right. $50 is way too much money. So we took a little U-turn. So we didn't get to do the beach. We could have, but $50 to park the car? Like, no, thank you. So 
we ended up changing outfits in the car and we went over to East Hampton and it was cool. We like walked around, we got some coffee, looked at a lot of the stores, took some pictures. And it was funny because there was like this cute little bookstore that I found and I was like, oh my God, like, and like all the books and, and like, it was just like a cute little bookstore. And this is the thing in Orlando where I live, it's very touristy, you know? So finding cute little bookshops shops are really hard to come by. Um, I think there's only one that I know of in Winter Park, but honestly, that's probably the only one. And I love Barnes and Noble, so it's not like I'm really complaining. But those cute little bookshops that you could come across like anywhere in New York City, you don't really come across often in Orlando. So finding one in the Hamptons was so sweet. I was like, oh my God, I want to go in. All the books they had on display were books that were obviously inspired by the Hamptons, like pretty much all of them, which after a while is kind of cool. But then you're like, okay, I don't want to read these cliche stories of a rich family going broke. And then they come together at the end and they win back all their riches, you know, like, ugh, give me a break, you know, like, okay. Um, but my sister was like, listen, don't go get, because for me, I'm really impulsive at bookstores. Like I'll go in, buy like 10 books and not even read one. Like I'm that person. So my sister was like, look, if you really want to buy a book, just like think about it first, but like don't buy it to buy it. Okay. Like only buy a book if you really want to read a book. So I'm like, okay, fine. So kind of put it on the back burner, ended up grabbing lunch at this place called Babette's and it was so nice. So like when we got back in the car, I started to get super hungry. And because we had started the day so early, a lot of the restaurants didn't open until like 12 p.m., 1 p.m., like pretty later on in the day. So the only restaurant that was open for like breakfast, lunch type of vibe was this place called Babette's. It was in East Hampton. It was like on the other side of the block. And they had like an outside seating area. They had big windows inside. It was kind of like you sit down and service just came to you. And they had like healthy vegan vegetarian like options. Um, not all vegan vegetarian, but they just had those options and it was just really nice and I was like okay yeah like let's have some healthy food and so we sat down and I look at the menu and the prices were fucking bonkers like I don't know how to even describe it like listen going to the Hamptons I already knew right away that wherever we go was going to be expensive now the restaurant we went to the night before, the prices were like prices that I would expect, right? Like cocktails were like $15. Like, okay, that's pretty standard. And our entrees, like I think my sister's was like probably 28. Mine was 35 because it was like the chef's special. But otherwise, you know, those were prices that you just expect, right? Especially for dinner, going to places like that. Now, when you go out for like a lunch, breakfast, you don't expect to spend those kinds of prices because you think, oh, it's breakfast, lunch, like it shouldn't be this much. Honey, when I was looking at the drink menu, they had watermelon mimosas. Like, how can you even say no to that? I couldn't say no to that. But they were $20 each. $20 for a little flu with a little, little shot of watermelon puree, which is sparkling wine added because it wasn't even real champagne. And I'm like, oh, but I had to have it. I had to have it. Why? Because I'm me and I'm in the Hamptons. That's why. But it was so funny because after we were done with our drinks, the server comes by around and he's like, do you ladies want another round? And in my mind, I'm like, motherfucker, 
you really think I'm going to spend $80 worth of just two watermelon mimosas? Get the fuck out of here. I looked at him and I was like, no, I'll take faucet water. Yeah, that'll be nice. Like, I felt so ratchet saying that. But my friend, like, come on. Like, I was looking around at other people, and I kid you not, I feel like me and my sister were the only ones drinking alcohol. And not because we're alcoholics, no. It's because I'm pretty sure these other people did not agree with those cocktail prices, which is fine. Totally fine. But I mean, $20 watermelon mimosas? Like, I mean, come on. If they were bottomless, hell yeah, give me more. But they weren't. They were not bottomless. So, anyway had our watermelon mimosas. I had this pad thai spicy noodle, rice noodle, vegan, vegetarian situation, which was delicious. My sister had like a club sandwich with on this like ciabatta bread with a side salad. Super great. Like super good. She loved it. And after that, that's when we just started walking around again. And it was the sweetest thing. As we're walking down this strip, we see these cute shops and I noticed this beautiful little library. It was the Hampton Library and it had like flowers up in the front with like a little statue. It like fit perfectly between these little like boutique stores and this restaurant. It was just, it looked so hidden. But right in front of it, they had like one of those like library carts filled with books and it had a little sign that said, free books, donations, welcome. So they had like all these books to take with like a little donation box. And my sister was like, look, a book. Look at that. You didn't even have to buy a book. Now you could take a free book. So I'm like, oh my God, I'm so glad I waited. So we went, got this cute book. Um, It's called Mistress of My Fate, something like that. And it's supposed to act as a memoir. It's the first book out of, I think, like three. And I started reading it and it really hooked me the first two pages, which is a great sign that a book is going to be good if it hooks you that much right away. And so I just took it, left like five bucks in the little donation box. And even like when you open it, there's like the Hampton Library book stamp, like on the first cover, like on the first page, which I was like, oh my God, this is like the ultimate souvenir, like a library book for free. Like, I just thought that was awesome. Uh, but yeah, after that, we just kind of kept walking around and then we were on our way back to the city. So my time in the Hamptons was really nice in the sense where like it was a great time for me and my sister to bond, really hang out. Um, nothing crazy, to be honest. I know that some people, when they go to the Hamptons, it's like Summer House, you know, that show on Bravo where like these group of friends go out to the Hamptons and they just party crazy and they just have a wild time. That wasn't the vibe. Could have been, but it wasn't because it was just a time for me and my sister to bond and connect and it was just overall a beautiful time. And I loved it. I took tons of pictures. So if you want to go ahead and check that out, go on my Instagram at Nicole Asef, And you'll see the beautiful winery I went to, all of the cute pictures I took. And I even took my first little Instagram reel. So you could check that out too. And that was pretty much it. So if you were thinking my time in the Hamptons was a wild time, sorry to disappoint, but it was a very low-key relaxing time. But nonetheless, it was a great time. And I'm so grateful for my sister. We talked, we drank, we bonded, we connected. It was like getting to know my best friend all over again. And I just love that. But that is it, my friends. That was my time in the Hamptons. I hope I didn't bore you. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, stay tuned for next week's episode. And just remember, new episodes every Mondays. I love you. 
Thank you again. Take care and be safe.